When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. He's got kind of a smooth, jazzy yeah, kind of seat. They're not, uh, they're not screaming at me. I thought you'd like them. Yeah, they're good. I can, t- I can now they, accept they, Now, they, they have some songs where they're kind of screaming okay. at you a little bit, but I decided to keep those out of the out of the playlist. And, and one more time, what's the name? A Tribe Called Quest. A Tribe Called Quest. Yep. You know, wouldn't it be nice to just call yourself something like the Beatles. It'd be easier to remember, you know? It's easier to remember. They've got to stand out, though. Yeah, well, that's uh, that's good. The tri- but in the in the hip-hop world, we call them the tribe, I presume. Yeah, we call them tribe, yeah. yeah just the tribe. Yeah. No the, just tribe. Tribe, yeah. Okay, all right. We got that straightened out. I am officially in a state of panic, ladies and gentlemen. The St. Cloud State Huskies, number one seed, third period, just went on a power play. Uh, had a big chance, two great saves by the Air Force goalie. Uh, these were times when they didn't actually hit him with the puck. He stopped them, and uh, there's only 13 minutes left. Uh, Huskies don't score, and it's 2-0, and uh, it's it, it's going to ruin one of my best jokes. Uh, it's going to ruin. It's like when the Vikings finally win a Super Bowl, I can't bring up 41 to Donut anymore. Or 38-7. to 38 7 if the if the Huskies blow the, if my Huskies blow this one, I pretty much got to stop making Holy Cross jokes all these years well, later. But you know what? Though? Maybe not because they, I yeah. mean the Air Force is they're pretty yeah. pretty you know well, no disrespect to Holy Cross, no. but Air Force is a little they're bit in more. the same league, right? But I think Holy Cross was kind of an upstart. Air Force is a power. It is interesting that airport Air Force is in that league with all the Eastern schools. Yeah, because they get. They just get on one of their jets out there at the Air Force <laughs> Academy and fly it. They don't worry about transportation costs. So. Yeah, I don't think there's any shame in the Huskies losing to the uh, Falcons. Oh, I do. Oh, I do. I feel. <laughs> I I feel shame. I feel shame. All right, big uh, news today uh, from uh, uh, Fort Myers. Uh, Miguel Sano will not be suspended or fined by Major League Baseball. Uh, it took long enough. This investigation. I'm sure we will get some righteously indignant uh, paragraphs written about this by people uh, saying it's a whitewash. But you have to find some collaboration. Uh, they uh, claim that they did not find any. I I truly believe that sports organizations in this era want to find stuff. They want to. They don't want to look like they're uh, not paying attention to the Me Too movement here, and uh, they they could. But 
as I said earlier, Major League Baseball has a union that's pretty strong, and they're going to make you come with the evidence. They're going to make you. They're not going to let you suspend a guy uh, without a fight if you don't have some evidence that this took place beyond a he said, she said. And I know that that's the uh, thing that people have been complaining about for centuries. He said, she said. Yeah. But uh, in this case, then they said they saw, they they went through communications. They didn't explain what communications were. Uh, but it seems like they, uh, Sano might have turned his cell phone over to them. And I'm not sure. I'm not sure what the young lady did. And, and I, I wish her the best. I wish her the best. Yeah. But I still also say that uh, you you got to prove it to some degree. You got to prove it, and uh, and it's a very tough thing not, to prove. Obviously, they did not prove it. I hope it is a lesson for Miguel, who uh, is a big boisterous personality. Uh, I've never been in a bar with him. I don't know how he behaves or anything like that. But uh, it's, uh, you know, and I'm not saying he got away with one here. I have no idea. But it's it should be a lesson to him to, uh, you know, shape up his act a little bit as far yeah. as just his, uh, just become more professional. He's not a, he's not a very, uh, and he doesn't. You know, you show up, you weigh in at two ninety three. You're not being very professional. I mean, you're a huge man. He's got to grow up. I know you're a huge yeah. man. Yeah, it's he does have to grow up. But then again, I thought Jorge Polanco had grown up, and he gets caught for the steroids. Yeah. But uh, Miguel, here's the deal, Miguel. You're gonna be a hundred and fifty million dollar ball player if you reach your potential. Or you're going to be some guy who ends up going to seven different clubs. You know, you, yeah. I mean, you, you big lugs who can hit a ball a long ways and strike out 40% of the time. Kenny Vargas, I would never describe him as a big lug. I love I like him a lot. He's a really good guy. Yeah. But why doesn't he have a job? Because all he can do is occasionally hit a home run. Right? right, he's a big guy who can. And if he's not, and if he's run. not hitting three twenty, yeah. then yes. there's no. There's and Miguel, it, it is certainly you. fun to see you hit one of those hanging breaking balls over towards the uh, river, but uh, at Target Field. But uh, he just gotta, he's just gotta take baseball more seriously. And, and the the crazy thing too, Pat, is you. You know he's probably, you know, if he's healthy the entire season, he's probably going to hit about 30 home runs at least. Oh, he'll still but, hit 35 or 40. But. Yeah, but it's like you're you're going to see it, and you're going to be like, man, it, it could be more. It could be better, and that's yeah, yeah, that's where you got to look at him and say he's got to get it. He's got to get it together. What could be better is he doesn't – he he is, as a hitter, he is constantly – look at Aaron Judge hit. Now, he had a month where he was jumping at the ball. Yeah. But he's not trying to hit a ball as hard as he can. He's trying to hit a ball hard enough to hit a home run. Miguel, yeah. right field. Now, it's tough in target field, but there's there's home runs out there for you. You don't have to pull the ball. Dozier has to pull the ball. Mm-hmm. Dozier's a pole hitter. He has to be a pole hitter if he wants to hit 35 home runs. Miguel can hit him from all over the ballpark. Foul, you don't have to hit 500 feet. No, you know, just no, hit it over the, the fence. That's Who cares right. if it doesn't? 
you know, who cares if it goes 390 feet? It doesn't, I mean, that's, that counts just as much as, a, you know, for a home run as it does if you hit it 520. I think uh, the, uh, I don't know if the Twins got any advance notice of this, but I'm sure that uh, Miguel, Miguel's Major League Baseball Players Association and, uh, and uh, did, and uh, that's, that's the way these things work. And uh, Ibar, uh, I think this is a pretty good example of the reason they brought in Ibar was in case Miguel ended up getting suspended, they would then... Uh, Berardino, I saw, pointed out they have the same agent, too, Ibar. But Ibar packed up and left this morning. And Miguel Sano will be in the lineup uh, when the Twins play in Baltimore just, six days from now. You just got to hope somebody pulls him aside, and I don't know who... Oh, he's I been mean, pulled aside by some of the best. Yeah. David Ortiz, Big Poppy, uh, a lot of guys. They've had a lot of guys talk to him about, Miguel, come on. So you know, it's all, it's just big the, ball, poppy the was an in immature, court. Big uh, Poppy was an immature guy, too. And all of a sudden, he yeah. became the one of the five biggest celebrities in Boston sports history. And, and, and that's probably why so many people are jumping to Miguel's defense as far as, you know, getting in shape and all that other stuff because they're, it's the the, yeah, but big the, poppy, the past of Ortiz still is still in the back of their yeah, mind. But big Poppy, uh, when I interviewed him last year, he said, or two years ago now, I guess, uh, that he said that uh, you know he was eating like artichokes and chicken, and he says, "You think I want to eat this?" He said I showed up here one year, twenty pounds heavy, and he said I couldn't hit. And I, he said I changed my diet, and yeah. he says now I got to eat this damn stuff, you know. And that's that's and Poppy's talked to Miguel about that, but so far it hasn't gotten through to him. We'll be back. Still 2-0 uh, with only nine minutes left. The Huskies trail the Air Force 2-0. Uh, one of the saddest days in the history of St. Cloud is about to take place here. Uh, I think it compares favorably with since when I took the job at the Pioneer Press and left the Times in 68. I'd say this is 50 years <laughs> Just later. Just as dark a day. 50 huh? years later, this is the <laughs> darkest day. We'll be back. Taking the ride with Roycey. Woo! This car this goes fast! On 1500 ESPN. And now, Joe and Pat present Sports Talk's Person of the Day. Les Hunter and Vic Rouse were the guys from Pearl High School in Nashville. One was 6'6", six, six, one was 6'7". Hunter played center, Rouse played forward. Uh, that is a description of the 1962-63 Loyola Ramblers who won the NCAA championship. Uh, they, they only lost twice that year, uh, and, uh, kind of odd losses. One of their losses was at Bowling Green, and they were no conference, they, they weren't a conference back then, by the way, they were in, uh, you know, they were an independent. And independent. Back okay. then, there'd be conference champions. There were like 16 of them around the country. And then eight, nine, ten, however many they wanted to invite. They didn't have a limit. They could invite seven, eight, nine independents. All the teams in the East were independent, okay? Mm-hmm. All of Pittsburgh, Georgetown, all those schools were all, all – Georgetown wasn't a factor, but all the – St. John, Syracuse, they were all independents. And then in the Midwest, you had DePaul, Loyola, Marquette. Those were those were all, all the Catholic schools, all the mm-hmm. Catholic schools. And and there was probably 
150 Division One schools instead of 350. <laughs> All right, and the and the tournament was uh, uh, rather brief, and uh, their their uh, their first tournament game uh, was uh, March 11th. Tennessee Tech they beat them 111 to 42. Tennessee Tech would have been the champion of the Ohio Valley uh, Conference, the team that uh, Clem's uh, Western Kentucky fellas played in. Next, they played Mississippi State, beat them 61-51, so they had to be SEC champions, not Kentucky, oh, 1963. Okay. And then, in the third round, in what's uh, a regional final, Illinois had to be the Big Ten champion. Okay. Beat them 79-64. And then, I didn't even hate Duke yet, because I didn't know about them, <laughs> but uh, in the first, uh, in the in the semifinals of the national uh, semi four uh, semifinals. They defeated Duke ninety four seventy five, and then they beat Cincinnati, who uh, had won a couple of uh, national championships uh, in a row. I believe uh, they beat them sixty to fifty eight in overtime. This took place uh, at Freedom Hall in Louisville. But one of their stars of that team was less big game Hunter. And uh, as you just heard, he was a Nashville guy, ended up there because the South, South and a lot was still segregated. So mm-hmm. those kids had to go look for places to play. They ended up at Louisville. The coach was a guy named uh, George Ireland. You know what high school less big game Hunter went to? Pearl High School in Nashville, Tennessee. Pearl Ever High here? School, okay. Is it still there, Nashville Pearl? I don't know. It That's was a good probably, question. I'm sure it was segregated, right? Yeah. I, mean, it was, it, I would it imagine, was, yeah. It was a high school. But Les Hunter was their center at six foot seven, And one of their best players, their best player was a guard, uh, we were talking about the other day, Jerry Harkness. Uh, but uh, Jay, uh, Les Big, Hunter, Big Game Hunter was probably their second best player. And... He's uh, close to our hearts here in Minnesota because those of us who remember the Minnesota Muskies, 1967-68, they were here one year as the ABA team, starting the same year as the North Stars did, and we had a feeling we'd lost the Lakers. We didn't see the ABA as big-time basketball, so uh, they got zero support. They moved to Miami and became the Floridians, and uh, then the the Pittsburgh Pipers, who won the first ABA title, came here, played one year, and uh, then they went back to Pittsburgh. That didn't work out. The ABA didn't work. But I looked it up just for giggles to see uh, because Les Hunter and Jerry Harkness and two other players from that team were at the game last night. Okay. And I'm sure they're sticking around. They're going to be at the game again. Yeah. And Jerry Harkness, as I was telling you guys, was the left-handed star of that team. But uh, Les Hunter ended up playing up here with the Muskies and uh, had a, uh, a dang a fine uh, career for them. It was a very good player, averaged uh, 17 points a game, and their best player was Mel Daniels. Their second best player was Les Hunter. But I looked this up, okay? So what happened to the Muskies? Because it'll be March 24th when... Loyola's playing to see if they can go to the Final Four, mm-hmm. unless Hunter will be there. Yep. So I was looking for a similar date in history. What will be? What will it be? It will be the 50th anniversary of the Muskies' first playoff game against the Kentucky Colonels. Wow. And the Kentucky Colonels had Louis Dampier, and uh, they had some really good players. Mm-hmm. 
And the uh, the uh, Muskies defeated the Colonels 115 to 102 that night in Louisville. They defeated them 115 102. So I had to look up the box score, right? You got to look up the box score, see what happens. Les had 17 that night. Six, oh, okay. 17 that night. Nice night for him. Mel Daniels had 44. Oh, Mel really Daniels, nice night for him. Mel Daniels was the center here and a great player. Ended yeah. up playing years and years in Indiana. And he's in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. He's in the Pro He's in the Naismith Hall of Fame. Now, the Mel, Muskies, Mel they, they play, did they play at Met Center? They Met played center? at Met Center. Okay. Klobuchar's famous line, he wrote a column about it, and they, you know, it's, it's been repeated several times, and I'm not sure where he got it originally, but <laughs> he called up and asked what time the game started, and they said, what time can you get here? <laughs> so uh, it was, uh, they, they were not well supported, to say the least. But they were good. They were actually a good team. I think uh, Jim Pollard, a former Lakers star, was the uh, coach. They were 50-28, and 28, hmm. finished second in the ABA Eastern Division. And then they got, and then they lost to Pittsburgh in five games in the uh, in a best of seven in the Eastern Conference Finals, and then they uh, headed out of town. But uh, they were they were a good team. Had uh, you know Mel Daniels, Les Hunter, and some other good. Donnie Freeman was a good player. They had a, they had they had a good club. I'd be curious to see. Terry Kunze uh, was on that team. I'd be Earl curious Bum. to see what the minutes were for those players back then. If the I minutes looked police up. would be I upset. looked it up. I looked it up. Mel was getting high thirties. High thirties. Oh high yeah, 30s. that wouldn't fly uh, today. Jim Pollard was playing them quite a bit. They were getting yeah. high thirties, uh, and uh, that's true. But the Muskies uh, were part of. When you look back, I, I actually wrote a piece on this. Last year, the 50th anniversary of 1967, North Stars come to town. Twins lose in the great race, right? The, with the, the five, the four-team battle right down to the finish. And mm-hmm. uh, they lose on the last day of the season in Boston. Bud gets hired, replaces Narn Van Brocklin. Uh, we got those three things going for us. The Gophers tie for a Big Ten title for the last time. 19, 50 years, 51 years ago now. Mm-hmm. And uh, and the Muskies. We gave the Muskies a little uh, publicity of that. But 61, of course, is the watershed year in Minnesota sports because the Twins and the Vikings came to town. And sure. the Lakers left in 60. Uh, before that year was over, we got both those teams awarded to us. Uh, but the uh, they started in 61. And that's when you became a major. I mean, you had an NBA team. So did Anderson, Indiana, for a while. Right. I mean, that was not that did not make you a major league team. We we became a major league town in '61, but '67 is close for uh, significance in the history of Minnesota sports. And the Gophers, uh, you know, Bud didn't turn it around immediately. He, he turned it around in '68, '67. He was three, eight, and three. But uh, go back and look at that year. But Les Hunter, my my friend John Rowe. Covered the Muskies. Loved Les Big Game. Mm-hmm. Said he was a hell of a guy. So, so now Les is going to have to figure out, because I'm sure he's got some sort of a ring for his national yeah. championship at Loyola. He's going to have to find a spot for his sports person of the day certificate yes, right. to yes. go next to his yes. championship Les ring. Les Big Game Hunter. Uh, and he'll have to give, because John Rowe always spoke so nicely of him, uh... There's one reason. You'll have to give John some of the credit because John was a yes. big, big fan of. You could get the good quotes from Big Game Hunter. Now the next year, when the Pipers got to town, is when it was chaos. Okay, Connie Hawkins, 
Charlie, what was the guard's name? He was a character too. They had a hell of a team, mm. but they, uh, but the the coach got drunk at the All Star game and punched the owner, Gabe Rubin, Jim, Jim Harden, Jim Hardy punched oh the gosh. owner. He got drunk. He got fired. They hired oh Gus Young. Gus Young was their marketing guy, and he'd coached at Gustavus. They made him the coach of the team. <laughs> Gus and he coached the Gustav, He punched the owner. He got drunk, punched the owner oh at the All Star game. And uh, that team, uh, they they had a great team, but they Connie Hawkins got hurt and yeah. and and they they petered out. But uh, the famous Bob Fowler story is uh, another late great friend of mine. Is Gus is coaching them, and they're all going to go to the locker room after a heartbreaking loss. And Gus stood in front of the door and held his hands out and said, "You can't come in here. We have dissension in here." <laughs> <laughs> they had a schism. They had a schism even before Doogie, even before the Wolves the schism. They had a schism. Anyway, Les, big game hunter today, sports person of the day. Taking the ride with Royce. They're going the wrong way. He said we're going the wrong way. Oh, he's drunk. How would he know where we're going? On 1500 ESPN. That Louis Armstrong? <laughs> might be a little bit of a sample. They might there, be yeah. sampling Louis. You never know. Those are, those are probably two kids from the rich suburbs, huh? <laughs> what? Uh, all right. Hey, uh... It's over. The Huskies lose yeah, four to one yeah. to Air Force, number one seed. That Frank Saratori, he cannot be trusted. <laughs> he cannot be trusted. That sneaky dog. That sneaky dog. All right, Johnny, what do you got? Uh, this update sponsored by Walgreens. Walgreens has your trusted favorites in cosmetics, skin care, and hair care. Plus, new premium and exclusive beauty products. Stop by and find what makes you feel beautiful. MLB investigation into that alleged assault involving twin slugger Miguel Sano and a female photographer results in no league discipline. A photographer for the Twins website had alleged that Sano had assaulted her in 2015. MLB said in a release it interviewed more than 20 people, including Sano and the complainant. At the conclusion of their investigation, they said there was insufficient evidence to support a disciplinary determination against the Twins' third baseman. Twins finished up in a 2-2 tie with the Astros today. They'll play Baltimore tomorrow, and uh, it's sneaking up fast. They open the regular season next Thursday in Baltimore. Former Twins news, the Rangers have released Trevor Plouffe. Oh, he was in camp. What happened to him? Yeah. He was a pretty good player for him three years ago, but mm-hmm. they made a they made the right decision not to pay him, I'll say that. Yeah, uh, he uh, had been there on a minor league deal. He's only 31, so you think somebody's going to end up signing him again, maybe to... Yeah, I, I heard him I say know. that he didn't know if he was. He might really? be ready to wrap her up. Huh. What the heck? Take the wife and the kid to Japan and uh, hit some home runs. Right? There yeah. you go. Yeah, get some money. Uh, boys, a state basketball tournament action. It'll be Russell, Tyler, Ruthton, and Northwoods in the Class A title game. Both winning their semifinal contest today. More, uh, uh, did Northwoods beat Cass Lake Bina? Yes, sixty-seven mm-hmm. forty-seven was the final. Ooh. Uh, semifinals uh, tonight in uh, Class 2A, Minnehaha Academy in St. Cloud Cathedral. That's no fair. Jalen Suggs should be playing in 4A. He's too good. What's wrong with you? Transfer. And Brooklyn Center and Caledonia play the nightcap. 
Uh, former Vikings news, Tom Johnson is going to sign with the Seattle Seahawks. Yep, they were, they wanted him. He's a great guy, I hope he, but he's he's not an apt replacement for not getting Sheldon Richardson, but he's a, he's a good guy if you play him 30, 35% of the plays. And offensive lineman Jeremiah Searles, uh, he's signing with... Carolina becoming Carolina. Yeah, yet another, another <laughs> ex-Viking How did they lose Tom Johnson? <laughs> yeah. <I'm>, yeah. <laughs> boy, that lineup or that uh, yeah, roster is loaded. Yes. Ex-Vikings. Uh, ex yeah. Don Lucia will make the same amount of money as a special assistant to the athletic director, uh, director over the next 14 months. Well, of course he will. They ran him off and they owed him the money. <laughs> what the hell? Everybody's out, outraged. Well, you know, he said... <laughs> It was a mutual agreement, but part of the mutual agreement was I get paid. He gets the money. Oh, yes. Yeah, he'll make six hundred and thirty grand during his tenure as a special assistant to Mark Coyle. He had one season left on his contract when he resigned. The new contract for his new job finalized and approved by the Board of Regents today. His new duties focus on fundraising for improvements to 3M Arena at Mariucci. The annual salary for his 14-month job works out to be $588,500, less than his annual coaching salary, but the two extra months uh, makes uh, Lucia even in the end. Well, and the people that are complaining, it's like, what do you care? <laughs> <laughs> you know, what, what, what do you care? It's like, you're not giving him the money. It's not your money. A couple hundred thousand over there is a drop in the yeah, bucket yeah. the way they're peeing away money on other stuff. Did you see uh, soccer fans? Are you excited? U.S. Bank Stadium will host two top European soccer clubs this summer. Man, what a bunch of weasels. <laughs> what a bunch of backstabbing wieners. Tottenham Hotspur of the English Premier League will face AC Milan, a legacy Poor club losers. NBA. Poor losers. The Vikings in the stadium. Poor losers that they didn't get soccer. <laughs> Just a bunch of untrustworthy, backstabbing jackasses. <laughs> The date of the match has not yet been set. And that's my Tom Powers moment. Tottenham officials were seen touring Minnesota United's training grounds in Blaine today. And AC Milan's expected to visit the MLS club's practice spaces this weekend. Roycey, right? I hope Tom knows how much respect we have for him. I, <laughs> yes. Seriously, I, I, I hey, just love him. How much respect you have? I got, I got to get this in. Okay. Not that he needs to channel any other cantankerous sports writer. <laughs> but feeling extra salty, we now present Roycey's Tom Powers Minute. <laughs> That's awesome. I hadn't heard that. Oh, Tom Powers, you are my hero, man. And speaking Speaking of a Tom Powers moment, you guys got to promise if you run into my wife not to tell her the story I just told during the Valley Group ad. I don't know. No, if you we heard won't. It no, no, we won't say. No, we don't. I have no idea what you're talking. We don't about. want the what? public to know she didn't know how to put a seat up. <laughs> <laughs> she learned her car skills from me. <laughs> Not that he needs to change the sports writer. I, I would love to hear that discussion as you were teaching uh -huh. her how to do that. Oh, I called her and I said, are you sure it was working like an hour ago? <laughs> yes, it doesn't work. Okay. Timberwolves back at it tonight, finally, after a few days off there in New York to play the Knicks. Uh, they're right back at it tomorrow night. They'll stay on the East Coast to play the Sixers. And the Wild, still not in action tonight. They'll play tomorrow. They've been off four days. They'll have two in a row at Excel Energy Center this weekend. Tomorrow night, Nashville in town. Then on Sunday, the Boston Bruins. Right now, it's 60%. I'm going to be there. 
But talk uh, to me about this yeah. time tomorrow. <laughs> we'll down around 30. Yeah. <laughs> Every hour it slips about 5%. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> All right, we'll be back. The Ride with Royce now continues. First of all, 69, offense. He was giving them the business. It's time for Late Hits. Notre Dame gave up an empty netter uh, to Michigan Tech uh, with a minute to go to make it 3-3. And uh, a kid named Jordan Gross from Maple Grove scored the winner for uh, uh, Notre Dame uh, later on in overtime. Notre Dame... The number two overall seed wins four to three, but the Huskies get humiliated four to one. So here's the deal. Mots goes out as a gopher coach, and Patoni just got beaten overtime. We don't want him either at Michigan Tech, right? We don't need okay. another guy that loses to Notre Dame. So, okay, who we who Well, we, what about Frank? Would Frank, Frank, would, would Frank <laughs> leave Air Force Frank to come to the Gophers? I'd take Frank, Frank. Bring back Frank. And we'll get a, if they bring back Frank, I'm going to campaign to get Gopher Hockey back on the station just to hear <laughs> Frank's pregame and postgame yes. shows. Frank is a riot. Oh, I love him. He's great. Frank is a riot. Uh, Kyrie Irving will have minimally invasive surgery on his injured knee, uh, meaning they will, uh, he's missed four straight games and they will try to get him back uh, for the uh, playoffs, I'm sure. So it must be what, a little meniscus or some little bit of uh, fragments in there or something. Should have traded Wiggins for him. That's right. We should have. We could have done it. They were, they were begging for Wiggins. <laughs> could you imagine this team right now if mm-hmm. they had traded Wiggins for Kyrie and then mm-hmm. Kyrie was out with a knee <laughs> and Jimmy Butler was out with a knee oh, and yeah, you got Cat on an island you know by himself. Be, you know what they'd be saying? He played Kyrie too much. Yeah. He played Butler too much. Uh, Steph Curry will return to the Hawks after six game. By the way, Steve Kerr, we all respect him as a coach, right? Mm-hmm. Draymond, uh, Durant, and Curry all banged up, right? Yeah. All three of them are banged up. Yeah. All three of them have been banged up. So yeah. it's obviously playing them too damn much. Even, yeah. Too even many though, minutes. Even though they're 30 ahead with uh, <laughs> a quarter to go most nights. Wayne Heisinga, the owner, the the owner who won a World Series and still hated baseball, <laughs> uh, has died at age ninety. Of course, he oh, got wow. it. He was the blockbuster guy. That's where his money came. That's I mean, he had money before that, but his big wealth came, and he was the first guy. Uh, I don't know. Is there somebody since him to own teams in uh, three major sports? He owned the. Uh, Owned the Dolphins, owned, right? Owned the Dolphins, owned the Marlins, and he owned the uh, the hockey team, too, right? Oh, the, the did he own the Panthers? He owned the Panthers, too. Oh, okay. So he owned all three of them. And one reason he hated baseball, I always heard, you know, because he, dis- he won the World Series and then dismantled yeah. the team, which made it worse for Miami as a baseball mm-hmm. town than, you know, winning the World Series and then the next year having a $15 million payroll. They bought the World Series. He wanted to buy a World Series to prove to his owners that they had to have a salary cap. He won the World Series and then lost like 110 uh, 50, games yeah, the next year. Million. Yeah, and, uh Yeah. Uh, but they said one reason is he has a big estate down there, and he and the bride invited the hockey players out for a... Uh, 
a dinner on the backyard and a big, you know, party in the backyard. And they showed up 100%, invited the baseball players. About eight of them showed up, and he was mad. <laughs> he was, uh, I heard that legend. I'm not sure if it's true, but it's worth repeating anyway. And uh, he uh, ended up dismantling that team. I went over to Milwaukee to see the Marlins when they were that year. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know, Berardino might have been covered. I, I don't know if Mike was one of the guys covered. This was that. the year they won the this, World no, Series? No, this was the next year. Oh, the year after. Okay. They were playing the Brewers, and he's sitting in the dugout during BP. And having a heater. And there's <laughs> like the Miami guys are there. And this is six weeks into the season. I'd have to look when it was. I'm guessing May because it was a nice day. And I asked him the question about dismantling the team. He said, I'm not talking about it. I'm sick of talking about that <laughs> crap and blah, blah, blah. So we all sat there. We stood there around for like four minutes and sat around. We just sat there, and he was stewing and having a cigarette, and then he went off <laughs> oh, for like 20 minutes. <laughs> he went off on what they'd done, dismantling the team, and... Uh, it was great. All the guys covering this. Now, all he, all he, he said, they all said, we got sick of asking him that question. We were hoping, <laughs> you know, because he wouldn't answer it. He said, uh, it was nice of you to poke the bear there. So Now, he, didn't some of the moves, because I know they, they, they won the oh, World well, Series oh, and yeah, dismantled that and, entire. Because yeah, weren't some of the moves that they well, that they made when they traded those guys ended oh, up Dombrowski, being the guys yeah, in 03, right? All those guys. I yeah, mean, Dontrell yeah. Willis and all yeah, them, maybe. But it was, this was before anyone understood the concept of tanking yeah. in baseball. They did what the Houston Astros did. Yeah. But bottomed out. But the fact is they'd won the World Series and a lot of those guys were still in their prime and they might have been able yeah. to win it again if he hadn't Sheffield uh, and Moises yeah, and all that. Uh, yeah. If he hadn't uh broke up the team. So they have had horrible ownership down there. Yeah. But they won two World Series. So that ninety seven team was so good, man. Oh yeah. <laughs> they they just <laughs> kept signing them that winter, yeah. man. All of them. And they had a 20-year-old shortstop, Edgar Renneria. That's right. right. He got the winning hand. That's right. Uh, I'll never forget Jose Mesa. I'll never forget Jose Mesa. No, that was the next time. That was... No, that was 97. Yeah, Jose was 97, yeah. yeah. I had everything written, you son of a... Uh, John Calipari said there was no disrespect for the lack of handshakes after the game between Kentucky and Kansas State. The Kansas City State Kansas State players were complaining uh, later after the game that uh, the uh, they hadn't uh, shook hands with the Kentucky guys, but Calipari said, "Well, he went to shake hands with them, but they were jumping or still jumping around a minute after the game." So they are nineteen-year-old kids. Who cares? Yeah, yeah, Get over I know. it. No, no. Yeah, I mean, but plus they. They didn't leave, but they had they formed kind of a line, and then mm-hmm. the Kansas State players, for good reason, were still jumping yeah. around, so they went hey, in. K State, you know, just that's you're it. in the Elite Eight. Go yes. go win on Sunday. Go to the mm-hmm. Final Four. You know, that's what you got to worry about. Chris Mack, uh, the Xavier coach, is going to meet with Louisville officials this weekend. You can only keep a coach at Xavier. So long. <laughs> yeah. They all uh, they all end up going other places. Here's the good news: Xavier could probably get Sean Miller back if they want. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> they could probably get him back. And one last thing: uh, Nico Medved made no friends at Drake by bailing out after one year. And uh, apparently, he told the AD on Tuesday he was staying. Yeah. 
And then on Thursday, he said, no, I'm leaving. I guess the AD like thought he was joking or something. Yes. When Nico called yeah, he him back. Said, he said, I've talked to him. It's not right. And then Colorado State called back and sweetened it, and he took off. So yeah. anyway, Drake, had, uh, he only won 17 and 17. And their last game in the NIT, I don't even know. It wasn't even the I don't even think it was the It was a CIT or something. Yeah, or CBI they or something. They lost to Northern it? Colorado, for God's Ooh. sakes. So, in Colorado, that's a that's big sky. Yeah, that's not even. Ain't that where Kyle Sloter went? Northern Colorado, the quarterback of the future. Vi- yeah, yeah. Cousins, I <laughs> the get a future kick Vikings out, franchise I get a kick out of Cousins thinking that uh, he might he'll ever get franchised by this team. By then, Kyle Sloter will be. <laughs> yeah. He'll be the man. Kyle Sloter will be the man. We'll be back. I know what Rivers' feel-good thought for Friday is. He's in Fort Myers yeah. watching baseball games this weekend. What do you? What is your feel-good uh, thought for the week, there, Manny? Well, you know, I look at the teams that won in the NCAA tournament last night, and uh, you know, I, I look at the coaches, and I'm, I'm just, I'm happy we've got some really likable coaches that moved on to the next round to the Elite Eight last night. Leonard Hamilton, real nice, likable guy, and John Beeline. I know you like John Beeline yes. a lot. And, uh, uh, Bruce, you know, Weber, Bruce Weber, does he get fired at Illinois? He's kind of a, he doesn't look like the modern coach, but he must be able to coach, huh? Yeah. He I must mean, be able to coach. He, you know, he had a good run with Illinois, and then they ran him out, and now uh, he's done. Kansas, I'm sure it, getting a fired coach from Illinois wasn't a popular hire at Kansas State, but he's done okay. Yeah, he's done a nice job there, and the Porter Moser guy from Loyola yeah. seems like a really good dude, too. Mm-hmm. So uh, Trouble but, with those schools is, uh, you know, you can't keep these guys. They uh, you know, they, they all take off. Somebody's going to hire Porter Moser this, uh, yeah. this offseason, i got to think. Yeah, he was, uh, he was uh, Majerus's guy. So, Well, uh, that, was, that, was, that was actually... A good second half, too. So many of these exciting games have been, like, terribly played. But I, yeah. I thought the second Floppy half was, and, yeah. I thought the second half, uh, was uh, played well. I, I guess uh, my... Uh, I, uh, I know a lot of people love October. think that that's uh, the greatest time of the year with baseball playoffs going on and everything else. But uh, my feel-good thought for the week is it's March! March. You can't beat March. I love March. It's March and it's I, spring and that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love uh, I love uh, the baseball season starting uh, the basketball tonight. And a lot of people like that first round, second round of the NCAA. This is the weekend I like. Yeah, the, uh, me too. The regionals. I, I you know usually you've, you uh, and you know what? There's a chance that. Somebody will call a flop on Duke and uh, Syracuse, and they'll get beat this weekend. So, you know, there's an outside chance. I wouldn't bet on it. But, uh, you know, I'd feel my feel good thought would really be if Duke had already lost. But, uh, not. Anyway. Anyway, uh, thank you. And uh, we got away with your musical selection. So Have a good weekend, sir. We'll try this again next week. Thank you. Geico asks How would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today.